Well, good evening, Tapia. Good evening, Vida. How are you this evening? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you on this wonderful Monday evening? Oh, reporting alive. <laughs> Barely <laughs> hanging in there. Back to you. <laughs> uh, Mondays. Fuck Monday, me. Monday. Uh, Mondays. Mondays, Monday. So it's Monday. And um, this is our second episode. Second episode. And it is our Movement Monday. And if you didn't check out our first episode of Feel Good Fridays that was posted, you guessed it, on Friday. Let's check that out. <laughs> you still got time. <laughs> You actually do. It's on there. And what we didn't even include in our last episode is our Patreon. That's sad. So we do have a Patreon. You guys can definitely go check out our Patreon and donate if you want to. Help us out. You know, let us do big things with this podcast. That would be amazeballs. Subscribe to our Patreon. Is that a thing? You know why we were not involved in promoting our patreon because we were so focused on safe and austin and sea turtle inc you know we wanted to share the love so it's okay it's okay you are not wrong we did get extremely excited about both of those organizations both nonprofits, both awesome again check out our episode yeah it's really cool all righty so uh you said today's monday what it's a monday crazy i know and here I we know. are again <laughs> there we are again and so our mondays mm-hmm. what do we call we what, what what is it that we we have deemed mondays Tapia, what is it? it's not mango monday if that's what you're asking uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. i know <laughs> okay um, it's Movement Mondays. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, a Movement uh, Mondays. You know, we want to make you move. No, not really. We really want oh. to just talk about oh. movements that are already oh. happening. Yeah. That the dum dum. You <laughs> were bringing a movement to the table. Is that what was happening, Vita? Yes. Yes, Tapia. Yes. Yes, I am. And this week is my week. Therefore, I got to choose the movement. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so this week I wanted to talk about the hashtag Me Too movement. Hashtag. Hashtag Me Too. And I wanted to talk about it for an actual specific reason because it came up on, so I was reading an article and it was talking about the Me Too movement and how somebody, they, um, they were kind of brushing it aside and dismissing it because they thought it was a celebrity-made movement. And it kind of pissed me off. Uh, yeah. And he was a man. <laughs> of course. What? <laughs> Who would have <laughs> thought that? I mean, <laughs> I bet you were guessing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no one but had yeah. to explain that to me. I know, right? Yeah, so it pissed me off. And I was like, man, sounds like there needs to be a lot of education to be dealt. And even though we just started, I do definitely have high hopes. High hopes for this this podcast. God, do you hear me? High hopes. High hopes. High hope, high hope, high hopes. High hopes. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
did not want to be explained to, right? But you were gonna <laughs> let me know <laughs> about this me too. Hashtag Yeah, well I mean letting you know, talking about it, you know, just uh I did a few extra researching uh-huh. on it. Um just to see where it was at and what was going on. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really been keeping up with it as I was before. It's because, like, at one point it was taken over, so you were like, who's two, you know? <laughs> so true. All right. So, pretty much, this movement, I don't know if a lot of people know this, for some reason I feel like people don't, but it was actually started back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Back in 2006 by a Miss Tarana Burke, and she pretty much started this movement in order to spread a message for survivors, that message being, you're heard, you're understood. So for people out there who may think it started in Hollywood, it did not start in Hollywood. And I believe she's from New York. New York in the house. That is a strong and great message to promote. Yeah, for sure. Just the message of, hey, you're here, you're not alone. I hear you, we hear you, and we stand with you. Yeah. I think that topic's going to come up later on because, you know, victims, right? But go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So pretty much it only became like nationwide, worldwide known uh, in 2017 when Miss Alyssa Milano, beautiful, by the way, love her. Um, when she went ahead, she tweeted about it. And she tweeted about it in regards to, everybody knows, Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Steve? I don't know how to say his name. I don't care. It's funny seeing his pictures. I mean, funny to me. I'm sorry for other people. Um, when he's like going to je- to court and he's in his walker, like, oh, he's a fragile <laughs> old man. That's hey, the- I was like, the fuck out of here. That's the same thing they played on Game of Thrones. And then guess what? The guy could walk just Spoilers! Fine. You have to <laughs> say spoilers. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's because they're going to reduce season eight. So. <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah so the me too movement was started in 2006 and it was just to raise the awareness and the importance of the impact of sexual violence as well as you know just giving a little bit more support on um the victims and how we can help lessen sexual assault pretty much sexual harassment everything sexual violence in general that would be great because uh, mm-hmm. it's it's very much still alive Oh, yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) And as a woman, I'm sure, well, I don't know, because some experience it, some don't. But as a woman who has definitely experienced it way more times than necessary, Mm -hmm. um, it is still out there. And it needs to be stopped because it's varying degrees. I mean, even experience it once shouldn't have to be a thing. It shouldn't ever happen. We should never become accustomed to how to de-escalate situations where we can see it going in that direction. Yeah. But it shouldn't be a thing. I shouldn't know how our brain's wired. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. But you know, slowly but surely things have been happening. Now of course it can be done quicker. (laughs) What can't be I mean when you got a room full of white men, what do you expect? Right. But, you know, we do definitely have some people on our side who are there to help. 
and a few states, a few states, when I say few, I mean very few, um, they have started banning those non-disclosure agreements that um, pretty much say, you know, anything involving with sexual, sexual harassment, you cannot talk about. And you can't say anything because it's you signed a you signed a non-disclosure and that's a part of it. So Ugh. that's banned now. Good. Which means in that, in regards, since I just brought up Harvey Weinstein, I don't know how to say his name, I really don't. Weinstein. <laughs> Weinstein. Um, What's it called? You know, I just I read that his assistant of 20 years was finally able to tell her story. Oh um, my god, that's like indentured servitude right there literally like literally and it, it it's so sad i can't even imagine what she could have gone through and I, I i did a few research and read read stuff here and honestly i was like all right that's yeah that's that's enough trauma for today yeah and i can't i can't even the poor woman she had to do certain things and he would just just put her in uncomfortable situations saying uncomfortable it was just 20 years she couldn't tell anybody and, like, that's not in the job description, but you want to keep your job, you got to do that, you know? Right. How right. messed up. So fucked up. It, it didn't matter if you got a degree. If you want to keep your job, get on your knees. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to get on your knees, you're done. Oh, so and you're prude, by the way. And if you deny right. me, you're fat and ugly and gross, and I wouldn't want to have any sex with you anyway. And you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear, you bitch. You ain't even that cute, anyways. Well, then the <laughs> fuck, why are you coming up to me? Leave me alone. Uh, I know. Anyways. But if you're still down, I guess message me later. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if it's somebody you know, you know, I didn't mean that. You know, I was just mad. Why you? Why you got? Man, let me not even get started. Anyways, the banning started in California in 2018. And then it went out to New York and New Jersey. And New York and New Jersey actually expanded that ban to include independent contractors in 2018 um, so that they would also be protected because they were in that little gray area where they were not, you know, under the ban and they weren't able to, you know, speak out. And Well, I mean, the rise of the independent contractor is definitely there. Um, look at all those apps that give you yeah. jobs, you know. Exactly. So it's not your traditional nine to five in some places anymore. You have to cleaning services. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You could you could be like picking up groceries in the day and then giving rides at night. Yep. And that's your two different hustles that you're doing as an independent contractor. Yeah. Yep, yep, for sure. Gig life. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so going so back to Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2018, New York and New Jersey expanded it. And then in 2019, the Be Heard Act was put into motion um, by a few representatives and a senator. Mm. And yeah, so, uh, you know, waves are kind of being made and it's getting there. You know what? No, let me stop. I always say any progression is progression. And that's all that matters. At the end of the day. <laughs> you gotta chip away at it sometimes, you know. Yeah. The end of the day, something is happening. You know, what wasn't before is now and we could just keep pushing because we're doing something right. Yeah. So it started off in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. And then in twenty fourteen it really 
sparked in Hollywood. 2017. But, sorry, 2017. My bad. How do you see it now? Or what do you want to add to that person who was trying to explain to you what Me Too was? Well, I would honestly just go back to the base of it on what Tarana said. It's a message to survivors saying that you're heard and you're understood. It's not meant for people outside of that. It's not meant for people who have no idea what is being talked about. If you haven't gone through it and you're refusing to understand it and enlighten yourself on what is actually happening, what it actually means, then we don't have time for you. I'm sorry. You have, there's so much material out there. There's so we're all adults, you know. Yeah. You can only explain it so many times and before it gets to the point of they just don't want to know. They don't want to know. And I'm not gonna sit here and try to change your mind. Because that's not yeah. that's not what I'm here to do, you know? Exactly. But and like I def- mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I definitely do think it's making people because it's not just men, women can also be aggressors. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> For sure. As women, we know. We know how crazy our, our kind can be. But Ooh, too crazy. Okay. It's definitely making people more aware of what sexual harassment is. And people who are willing to change and willing to really learn and um, gain knowledge and educate themselves are taking those steps to make sure that they are taking extra steps if necessary to not be an aggressor and not to be put in situations because again sexual harassment is very different degrees there's very different degrees of it so you could be doing it you don't even know it exactly and you know sometimes it's it's a shame but people realize like oh i was abused like they're telling a story all casually and then at the end of the story their friend's like are you okay do you know what you just told me yeah that (laughs) yeah that happened to me what last year uh, that's a whole thing but I mean yeah for sure and sometimes you don't know until you really think about what just how you know so yeah and then for people to say like oh well that person made it up like why would they have that reason to make it up I can see Victim why blaming. some people do do it I, oh, I definitely sure. can but it's embarrassing to tell someone, yeah, that happened to me. It's embarrassing. And sometimes they don't even realize that it happened. So right. later on, once they process it, hopefully, then they can talk about it. Then you'll understand why mm-hmm. they didn't say anything at the beginning. But give them that hope. That's They need that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And the embarrassing thing is definitely true. I don't think people understand that that is an aspect that you have to deal with when you're talking about this and bringing awareness to this is that you're having to bear a side of yourself that is extremely private and that you normally wouldn't talk about and, you know, kind of uncomfortable, but, you know, you know that it needs to be out there. So, And and then once it's out there, like, you understand how much more real it has become. It's no mm-hmm. longer an idea that you have stuck in you. You you finally told someone, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just opened up like that. Yeah. Breakthrough! And it's always good to find forums, find little blogs or whatever where other people who have experienced it are writing about it and talking about it because then that embarrassment kind of fizzles away and then you have more of an understanding of, okay, it really isn't just me. There's a lot of us out here who need to talk about this and have this conversation so we can start helping each other heal and learn how to deal with it. 
So yeah, Twitter was my forum. <laughs> Twitter has definitely given voice to a lot of mm-hmm. movements that wouldn't have had that voice. Uh, <laughs> me too, right? <laughs> me um, too. <laughs> and then it, I mean, it's heartbreaking when you're reading like all these people are relating to you, but at the same time it makes you remember that you're human and that what happened to you wasn't because you put yourself in that situation. Literally Mm -hmm. someone didn't value life as much to give you the respect of you being a human person. They just saw you as an object and anywho. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, as a victim, if you do come out and tell your story and that involves any kind of like, trials court cases anything like that that's definitely something that adds stress onto the situation where stress is already apparent yeah but there is actually a group of women in hollywood that have founded an organization called times up and what they pretty much do is they help fight harassment that is going to court and they pretty much it's it's fully called Time's Up Legal Fund. And it was launched in January 2018. And it just helps low-wage women get legal representative. Representation. Representative. It helps low-wage women get legal representation. Uh-huh. And so far, they've raised over $24 million. It's because no one, no one thinks, oh, this intern's going to speak up or this mm-hmm. low class is going to speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's they crazy have a voice, you know. You said it. No one thought what was that this was going to happen. Nobody understood the how much power the Me Too movement had. I mean, it went all the way from, you know, producer in Hollywood, Harvey Weinstein. It's gone into Congress, and then it's also trickled into small businesses, big corporations. Like it's really, really started to make people be held accountable for what they've been doing for years. And I'm here for it all day, every day. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you know, at, at the beginning when we were talking about what movements we we're going to talk about, we did wonder, you know, should we mention Me Too? Has it been talked about a lot? But mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that it's still happening, mm-hmm. obviously Things not everyone seen. has heard. That should not be the norm. Yep, and just this year, with the Me Too movement being, you know, on the forefront of things, um, it has arose a lot of sexual harassment and abuse in the armed forces, which have been extremely ignored for years and 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 years. Yeah, it's a very hard topic. Well, I mean, for me, it's still real sensitive because I'm still thinking back to Vanessa Guillen and everything that happened. Um, but to allow that to happen in the military is such a disgrace. They literally yeah. said, I will put my life on the line. And it was invalued. Yeah. By people who are supposed to be standing next to me, helping me fight a bigger cause. Yep. Yep. Awful. Awful. It's horrible. And it's sad that something so tragic had to happen for things to be put in motion. Yeah, to protect like, people in the armed forces who are, you know, victims of sexual abuse. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it is very sad that we had to hear about the story of Vanessa Guillen for there to be the act 
that allows mm-hmm. people to report their abuse to someone outside of the military because yes it's it's hard to say within your own circle this is happening if it's right. to someone else who's in with you within your own circle yeah it's like the cop brotherhood type of stuff where they keep it all in the family and then they keep it hush hush and just move on you know yeah. the commanding officer commanding officer who's supposed to protect every single person there and be behind every single person there no matter what would be the person to review everything and they would decide whether or not it actually goes forward or not yeah to a court mm-hmm. it's so. like I, I, see, I feel that sometimes whenever people were t- I used to work in a call center and I, I felt that sometimes whenever people were like I, I had to tell them, you know, we need to talk to HR because I can't do anything about it. It can't come from me. It has to come from you. And they would look at me and they'd be like, what am I supposed to tell HR? Like, they're not going to do anything. You know, I, I feel like Me Too needs that the act of it being reported to a third party needs to expand to all markets because it's true. If you're reporting and you're within your own circle, it's really, really hard to contain it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There should always be a third independent contracting company that handles that specifically, handles any kind of harassment charge specifically. And no bias, no knowing who anybody is. They just go with the facts, with what they're being told, and then handle it, you know, how it needs to be handled appropriately. But yeah, it was just this year that the I Am Vanessa Guillen Act actually became a thing and is happening And it makes, it's crazy because when you actually read the act, it's insane because you would think something like this would have already been a thing. Yeah. But it pretty much, it makes sexual harassment a crime (laughs) within the uniform code of military justice. And it moves prosecution decisions of sexual assault and harassment out of the military chain of command, which... It's crazy because in your head, it's like, well, that's a fucking no-brainer, obviously. Right. But, like, the fact that it took until 2020 for a poor soul to pass away and die so horrifically. Young, beautiful woman. Yeah. Awful. It's a heavy heart to say, Vanessa Guillen. Yeah. I still feel for her mom. I feel for her sister. And especially, like, when they, you know express themselves in Spanish and I'm listening to them and I can understand like it sounds so much more heartbreaking yeah. to hear them but you know she gave us she gave us a baby step that yep and you we know, honor yep. her for sure a hundred percent hundred percent she yeah her life definitely has made a long-standing forever impact on things and it shook things up and although her actual killer was a coward and killed himself um his girlfriend who helped him attempt to dispose of the body um is on trial and she'll be heard november 30th so we still got some ways to go we still have some people to put away for it And at the end of the day, honestly, the Aaron Robinson dude who took his life because he couldn't face what he did, you you would have been better off staying on earth and living out your natural natural life and, you know, getting some kind of repentance from the Lord. Because, honey, (laughs) your soul, your soul. Shattered. Yeah. Like, mm, bang. 
you know so yeah the me too movement definitely something to keep keep on going back even if it's every month once a month every few months check back on it see what's happening keep yourself up to date um keep yourself in the know educate yourself on everything new that's going on and that includes me oh my gosh same 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 yes can we just one talk about fucking counter movements so with Ugh. the me too movement came i think it's called the him too movement Ugh, couldn't find too, too much on it thank god but yeah it's awful it's a bunch of men who are honestly in my eyes already sketch <laughs> it's, it's not all men like all men don't feel this way so i already know there's something wrong with y'all what but do you mean bunch- I can't put cameras on my shoes to take <laughs> pictures of people in their skirts? It's right, just a picture. Not, it's not doing anything wrong. Uh, yeah, no, but they're pretty much saying that the counter movement is um, it's men in fear of women using the Me Too movement just to... <laughs> it's a bunch of narcissistics is what I'm actually hearing who just think women are using the movement to get at them to um, make them pay or for something, you know, as in just make false claims against them in regards to sexual harassment. So you mean I can't gaslight someone anymore? I can't degrade a woman anymore? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. How I am I supposed to flirt? Right. I grabbed her ass because it's nice. She should feel flattered. If I'm catcalling you, it's because, honey, you got it going on. You should appreciate yeah. that. I don't say, hey, mama, to every mama. Just every other mama, you know? <laughs> every man's default is just don't be a bitch. Well, motherfucker, uh, I am a bitch. Now what? And why don't you smile more, honey? You look better when you smile. Oh, my God. Why don't you give me more money? I look better when I'm richer. Somebody, Yo, somebody told me that you look better when you smile. I said, nigga, you will look better without two front teeth. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> the fuck i don't understand why they think those comments are like like first of all i look better when i smile how would if i'm not smiling how would you know first of all and second of all i'm not smiling for a reason (laughs) i don't feel like (laughs) smiling right now exactly i'm sorry that that bothers you so much not sorry yeah oh but Uh, it's awful and it's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah no, it's like they're saying, you have been the victim for so long that I now feel victimized. Right, right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's weird behavior. I don't understand it. I don't get how people can be, how they can be sometimes. But yeah, um, another place that the Me Too movement shook up was the workplace. And I'll just do this kind of briefly because it is based on studies. And I don't really like studies unless they're done over a very long period of time. Because I feel like those are way more accurate. Yeah. There's a small little study that was done with a small little group of people. And they did it twice in 2018. They did it two times, once in 2018 and once in 2019. And what it pretty much was was just asking men and women certain questions about the workplace in regards to Me Too. So... Some men thought that they were not able to ask women co-workers to go on business trips anymore because they felt that there was a better chance of, again, hashtag him too, of them saying, oh, my God, there's sexual harassment going uh, on here. Yeah. I feel like sometimes guys don't understand that if they're just up front and be like, hey, 
we're gonna both get away this weekend do you want to smash i'll you know i'll come prepared the girl could be like oh my god thank you for telling me you know what i like the offer i will take it that gives me time to prep as well (laughs) i mean people in the workplace don't do it exactly like that i don't think yeah right but um is the correct what is it like invoicing (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) um booty call like guys could easily make this like a scapegoat and be like well i can never ask a chick out again and it's like no did i'm telling you they have tapia they have they've literally said exactly that (laughs) literally i can't i can't even flirt with a girl i can't ask her out because she's gonna think i'm trying to rape her i've heard that come from men's mouth i feel like those guys aren't prepared to hear a no and that's their issue Exactly. Because you can ask a girl out and she could say, yeah, I'm down. Or she can also say no. And then it's fine. It's fine that she says no. Because there's another honey. Yeah, and there's plenty of men who ask out women who get turned down, who just take it, turn around, and leave. You know, they don't lash out. They don't get angry. They don't start saying all this stuff. They don't have a little ego trip. Thank you you for your time. Walk away. Right. And it's it's really it's interesting because those men who say that in my mind, I'm like, so you've obviously had a woman do something where you know she wasn't with it and you didn't care, but you felt like you could get away with it. And then, on the contrary, there's women who are like, okay, well, I'll ask out a guy. And the guy's, like, offended. <laughs> but I know that there are guys out there that are very much pleased because they were too yeah. nervous to ask. So, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't Which, know unless you try. Exactly. You don't know unless you try. And we do understand that it can be men and women. Women can definitely get stalkerish yes. and crazy Ugh. and a little like, too much. Women, you can sexually harass too. You cannot grab a man's dick and balls over his pants because mm-mm. you see a bulge. Mm-mm. That should not be a thing. Ma'am, keep your hands to yourselves. But keep also there are yourselves. some women who will be like very offended if you tell them no they're like what do you mean you don't want to go out with me what's wrong yeah it's just what do you mean you're busy narcissistic in yeah. my opinion who is just me 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 they don't care you know women don't rub his arm up and down don't do that that's really weird and uncomfortable unless it's a fl- unless y'all are flirting hardcore flirting where you know you fucking know You know, it can go down at any time, any place, anywhere, any position. Look. And if you want to know, just ask. Just ask. Literally, just ask. Being upfront about it is the best thing to do. Best way to go. Plus, it saves time. Like, don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Another thing that the men said in the workplace that I thought was a little funny, but at the same time, stupid as fuck, was that they were more hesitant on hiring pretty girls. Why? (laughs) (laughs) So many distractions. Literally, my first thought was like, so what, you can't keep your eyes to yourself? You can't keep your hands to yourself because she's pretty? So you're just not going to hire her? She's going to make you feel bad about your Mm -hmm. body because she's pretty. Right. Or Boss Jim knows that Bob gets a bit frisky and he's like, ah, I'm going to help Bob out here and not even throw the temptation. 
his way. <laughs> Terrible. Let me right? keep Bob, no, right? Bitch, you sit down with Mr. Bob and you let Bob know that yeah. he needs to keep his shit to himself, keep his mouth fucking closed, and do his work. It's sad. Uh, it's sad that that's even a thing that women are losing out on jobs because of their looks because men are scared of being men. Um, yeah. Oh, but or also, women are scared of being women. Are. Well, this was a poll for men mainly, so. Yeah. So but also if like a female doesn't go, you know, dressed all nice and shit to an interview, they also get the backlash cuz you know, I don't want an ugly person either. It's like, well, what do you want? You know there's and it should there's, never there's no average jokes. It should never be on looks. It should be is this person's resume and is this interview that they're doing right now going good? Is their resume up to par with what this company needs in order for us to effecti- effectively and efficiently work? Would they be able to integrate themselves nicely into the workplace to make sure our company has the best and brightest? Yeah, And is this person answering these interview questions correct? Are they stumbling over things a lot? Are they repeating themselves? It should have, you should be thinking about way too much stuff to worry about this person's looks. Unless they come in looking like a bum, like a complete bum fuck. Like they just gave no shits to what, you know, I used to hire people. I fucking know. I feel it. I know some people walk into interviews and you're like, are you here for an interview? (laughs) <laughs> like did you forget what you were coming here to do are you did you just want human interaction is that what's happening right it's like now your, your booty shorts are unzipped and unbuttoned and your tank top is falling off of your body can you please <laughs> so me too huh me too huh it shouldn't have to be but it is and you're not alone and you shouldn't be embarrassed because it's not your fault. Yeah, you shouldn't be embarrassed. You didn't do anything. Other person is a sick person. Yeah. And it's really hard, I will say, though, because, like, in my situation, at least, I don't even think the person understands or realizes that they actually did. Some people have, ex- have experienced it themselves, and they experience it so much that they think it's normal. So when they do it to someone else and the other person's like, this is not good. They're like, what do you mean it's not good? It's all I've known my whole life. Yeah. That's not the case in this one, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh. Oh, I wasn't I, trying to give person benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I definitely see what you're saying. What, what, I mean, people are taught, you, you're taught things. So especially if you grow up around certain things, that's your normal. That's what you think is normal. Yeah. That's what you do. You mimic it. But yeah, no, for sure. But yes, Me Too movement. It's there's news articles everywhere. I, you know, got some information from Vox.com. I got some information from the Harvard Business Review. I mean, there's literally go on Google, type it in, educate yourself on everything that's happening because it's still happening. In 2020, literally, just a few months ago, yep. two months ago to be exact, is tragic when, yeah, steps are finally being taken here. So it's nice to know we have some allies up there, you know, senators and yeah, different representatives. And, you know, it's at least nice to know that there's some people fighting for the cause, men and women. Yeah, because, I mean, it's probably happened to some of them, tragically. Yeah, yeah or somebody that they know or even a child. I know. I don't know Go if to- you dressed for the right position. 
Yeah, it's funny telling those people the dress code when they're not dressed appropriately. And you're like, yeah, we do have a dress code. And you kind of pause and look at them. Then you go back to what you're saying. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Hell yeah, because we're all grown here. The fuck you come into an interview looking like like a whole... I'm sorry. You looking like trash. You look awful. You look tired. There there are organizations that help people get ready. And you know, they need to find these organizations before they come to the interview. <laughs> you know. They Next just... time we'll post them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I should what we should do, what should everybody should do is have posters of these organizations on the doors and in the lobbies. So that if they realize <gasps> yes. that, oh my gosh, I'm not. And then you have you could have a chance to possibly reschedule. Right. And then go and get what you need and come back. Parents yeah. definitely have that zeal and fire to, to fight it. So, yeah. So that's a good one. So that's our Movement Mondays. And Wow. Uh, we I got through gonna, one. We got through one. Well, two. We got through our Movement Monday, our first Movement Monday. Yeah. And I think we're going to be doing this, what, every every other Monday? That is the game plan. Yep. Every other Monday. And um, same with the Feel Good Fridays. Every other Friday right now. But our next episode is going to be coming, is it next Wednesday? What a case Wednesday. Wednesday. What a case Wednesday. Wacky, zany, cool. Yes, yes. (laughs) And I'm excited for our What a Case Wednesdays. Um, It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about injustice in the Native American community. (gasps) Natives. Natives, actual natives of America. True natives. I've been watching... Uh, quite a bit of Letterkenny, which is you know based in Canada, and whenever people were going to play someone on the Indian Reserve, and they're like worried, they're like, "Oh, you have the native flu." Uh-huh. So yeah. strong people, very, 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 very strong, strong. people, yeah. ain't going yeah. nowhere. Love them. Yeah, it's a, it's really, it's really an interesting culture and everything when you start paying attention and you immerse yourself in it and you immerse uh, yourself in their history and the struggle and it's 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 insane you know it's crazy yeah and they then the changes that they uh, you know not to give too much information we have what a case wednesday lined up hopefully you'll be there just like you'll be there for movement mondays or feel good fridays because we'll be here we're here for you you know yeah or all three if you like all three we will accept that with everything Please yeah. like all three. Because <laughs> if you like all three, then guess what? There's more coming on the way. There's more coming. We got some we 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 got some plans. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> we got some plans. But yeah, that's gonna be our next episode. What a case Wednesday. Already. And that was wonderful. I love this movement. Monday, I can't wait for the next one. Um check out our Thanks, Feel Good Vita. Friday from last Friday. Yes. Check out our Patreon. We'll leave if if there's if there's a place where we can. We will definitely leave all the information that you need to know, wherever it will be. <laughs> so thank you again, Vita, for you know helping us out with me too. I was 
very much enlightened and i'll see you wednesday i will see you wednesday but we gotta do our sign off for movement monday that's not it that's not it that's not the sign off it's gonna be much better it's stronger so it would be something like movement mondays yeah movement mondays movement mondays take it away vita you got to feel the movement yeah yeah got to feel the oh i was gonna get like real deep and like struggle all right